What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host, Hayes, and we are coming off a great game. Uh, the Bulls winning back-to-back games against the LA teams. And, you know, with that being said, I wanted to do something different. What I realized is that I haven't really done just a conversation piece about some Bulls. Really, I've just been doing game coverage and previews uh, for the longest. So I just want to have a conversation. We're going to go into the mailbag on this episode. See you guys right after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I got three topics I'm going to talk to you guys about today. The first one, uh, first two actually are comments from my most recent video. And the first one that I want to talk about is from uh, a subscriber uh, named Common Sense. And uh, this one got me thinking. Um, So this comment was, people are scared to talk about the Bulls in a championship, but I'm not. And, you know, the thing with me is that and what I try to do just honestly is I try to always cover the Bulls objectively. I know I have my videos where I let my Bulls fandom go completely to the left and just talk about something that's in my mind uh, with the team and that I know may or may not happen. But I try to be very, you know, constructive and realistic in the way that I talk about the Bulls. And I've specifically hesitated on talking about the Bulls championship chances because I feel like it's it's been it was too early. Uh, we haven't seen enough from the Bulls. I wanted to get about halfway through the season before I really started having the conversations. But here's what I want to do, do say with this. Um, and I know a lot of the conversation, the moment you say the Bulls can win the title, a lot of people are going to be like, well, who's going to stop Giannis? Who's going to stop KD? Who's going to stop XYZ and whatever else? And I've said this before in my videos is that really when it comes to it, especially when you look at like matchups and defense, it's not always about the one-on-one matchup. I know that I understand why the natural place is to say, well, who's going to guard this player one-on-one and stop them? We've seen it, uh, for example, with LeBron's losses in the finals. There have been finals where LeBron has completely gone off, but the team around him was being was able to was stopped from doing what they usually do, and they were able to get eliminated. I'm in no way saying that right now with what we see that the Bulls are shooing for a championship. I'm not saying that at all. But when you look at a team being top ten in defense and offense, you can kind of start having that conversation, right? Um, do I think that there's a world in which the Chicago Bulls can win a championship this year? Yes, I do think that. Is it likely? That's a conversation for another day. I'm not saying that it's likely, but I'm saying that there is absolutely a world in a scenario in which the Chicago Bulls can possibly at least get to the championship. Let's let's not like the thing that that will be said is that every so often there's a there's a team, right? There's a team that whether they that gets hot, whether they takes advantages of other injuries, whether it's everything that's kind of aligns. When you look at the, the Suns last year, who had the Suns going into the finals last year? Now, yes, they didn't win a title. Um, but even the year that the Mavericks uh beat the Heat. I don't remember too many people having the Mavericks as being title contenders in that year and damn sure probably didn't think they'd be able to get over the heat. Um, So there are absolutely teams that just seem to get that buzz. And if they have that grit and the things happen to go their their way, when you look at like the Nets, for example, what's going on with Kyrie? Yes, Harden seems to be bringing along pretty nicely and getting back on track. Um, do I do, would I are the Bulls a shooing to beat the Nets in a playoff series? No, no. But can it happen? Absolutely, it can. Absolutely, it can. Depending on who can get hot and, and if the Bulls' defense plays up to the standards that they that they've set. Listen, I'm not in any way saying that I'm calling the Chicago Bulls to win the title. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying we need to start having a conversation on what is it possible. Is it possible that the Bulls go in a deep run? Is it possible that they get to the Eastern Conference Final? Is it possible that they then 
if and here's the thing that that of why I'm saying this, right? And now let me be clear. If you believe that there's a chance that the Bulls can make the Eastern Conference Finals, then you almost have to believe that there's a chance that the Bulls can get to the finals. Because really, so far as the Bulls play, they have showed that they can play with and beat just about anybody, especially if we're talking about Eastern Conference teams. So that so yes, I understand the people who see that comment or see this conversation and immediately scoff at it. I get that. But when you look at what the Bulls are able to do defensively pair that with their offense come back to god forbid kobe white comes back and is a potent member of that bench unit god forbid vooch turns it around and, and actually starts scoring at, at a more efficient rate maybe not the number that he's used to but at a more efficient rate and this team is still getting better and and melding more together i'm not saying that i'm willing to that i'm willing to sit here and say that the bulls are going to win a championship but i'm damn sure not saying that i'm that i'm not believing that there's a world in which the Bulls can't at least get there. And then if you get there, anything's possible. Anything's possible. The Bulls continue to play like this. Like I said, I'm, 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 and just in my pessimism, right? And my PTSD is being a Bulls fan for my whole entire, the 35 years, well, 35 years and two weeks uh, that I've been on this planet, I've been a Bulls fan. Like I've told you guys before, some of my earliest pictures as a kid are sitting on my dad's lap watching a Bulls game with my dad. When I was younger, when the Bulls, if the Bulls lost, uh, and this is during the second three-peat, if the Bulls lost the game, I would cry myself to sleep and my parents would fucking make fun of me. That's how long I've been a Bulls fan. So I understand the PTSD of being a Bulls fan and everything else. And I have that and I can admit that. And there are, there are certain times where I'm hesitant or I automatically think that things may go the wrong way. Every time we've gotten a note, I've gotten, when we got notification about Zach Levine's thumb injury, I didn't even read the whole thing. I just assumed he was going to be out for the rest of the season. I saw, saw a torn ligament, partially torn ligament, and I just immediately put my phone down. It took me maybe 10 minutes to go back to it and actually read what was going on. That was my initial thought. Uh, with Patrick Williams, his first injury, I was like, oh, well, look at that. Then it ended up happening. Every time I read something, just the pessimism that I have as a Bulls fan, the PTSD that I have as a Bulls fan absolutely triggers and kicks in. And I think it's going to be the worst. But am I saying I'm willing to sit here and say right now that I do think there's a chance that the Bulls can make the final? I'm willing to say that right now. Now, things may change. I may have to pull back on that. Uh, it may look as we get into the season, maybe we get more injuries, but I am willing to say that and stand here now and say that maybe that conversation does need to start happening us as a fandom and we need to start thinking about especially if the bulls make a move or like like many people have pointed out the bulls now are going to be one of the teams in the buyout market that is that are a destination for people chasing titles it absolutely is when you think about it especially if you're big and you know that's what the bulls are missing come on the bulls are really the first place that i would hope a lot of them go if anybody is bought out that's that's um of note if that happens let's start having that conversation that's all i want to say let me let me know down below what you guys think about the bulls championship um possibilities if we're at the point where you're willing to say let's just focus let's let's do this are you willing to say that you think the bulls can make it to the eastern conference finals let's start there and then if you want to add on that what you think their their possibility of making it to the title making it to the nba championship finals let me know what you guys think down below on that one the next comment that i want to go to um and this one is from i i know i'm going to miss up this pronounce pronunciation but but um a viewer um maliki malachi I'm sorry if I'm, I mispronounced your name, but he brings up, it's going to be down here below, but I'm going to paraphrase because it because it, it was a lot, but he brings up that the Bulls need to trade for ball ball. He thinks that he could be the missing piece that the Bulls need and that he can, and I even, you know, we, we had a back and forth and I had to tell him like, no, this is a healthy sports conversation. This is conversations we need to have, even though we didn't agree on this, 
but he he really does think that Ball could be the missing piece for the Chicago Bulls, and he can be what gets us into that championship level. Now, I have, and I even said in this, you guys can go back in my last video and read the comments. I said, like, I be, I do think Ball has um complete potential, right? He has the, the you, you can't deny the potential. I, again, this may be my, again, PTSD, that potential isn't always realized. That's always my default to that. It, players can have the potential to do a lot of things. When you look at um Beasley, he had the, he had the potential to be the next Kevin Durant when it came to scoring. He never hit that for real. Um, or Carmelo Anthony. I can't remember what the comp was for him at the time uh, for Mike Beasley. But potential is one thing. Is that potential going to be realized is another thing. Now, uh, he goes on in these comments to mention how, you know, the, the things going on behind the scenes on why he doesn't play more with the Nuggets. Uh, I tend to believe that, you know, if a player had that level of potential to get wins that they would play him regardless. Again, I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. I'm not saying that my opinion is more right or wrong than anybody's at this piece. I think at this point, like, and I've said this before, the Bulls, this, this, the Bulls search for a four in the fandom, right? Who we're going to trade for? This person's the perfect fit. This person's the perfect fit has really become the new, who's going to be the shooting guard next to D Rose type thing that we had for so long. Um, I personally don't think that the Bulls need to get another project. If it's going to be somebody, it needs to be somebody who's guaranteed to defend, rebound, block shots, and play great defense. That's what the Bulls need as a four next to Vooch. That's what they need on this team in general. That's what I think. I don't think the Bulls need to sign somebody with potential. Well, let me not say that. With the ability to give us something now with maybe a potential to grow further on, absolutely. But the key thing is, is right now, can a player give that? And I I do not want to bet on the potential of, of a ball ball um, before, you know, it, it, at, at getting us to a championship level. If they can bring him into the bench and develop him, okay, that's another thing. But if we're looking at a starting four right now that's going to help push us and improve our championship odds, I don't think ball is that. I could completely be wrong. Let me know what you think down below. I just wanted to bring that up because it was a great piece and he's clearly passionate. He's a uh, he clearly follows the Nuggets. And like I said, I don't think I have the answers here. That's one thing, even in having this show, I never think I have all the answers. I just don't. Um, but I do give my opinion as a Bulls fan. And I want to hear you guys too. This is a community. I keep saying I may be the host of this show, but this is for Bulls fans. This is not for me. This is for you guys to say, give your opinions as much as mine. Um, I, I, I don't know about ball. I don't know if that's the, the key of the player. But then again, I don't have a player that I'm just zeroed in on being the answer either. So I could completely be wrong there. But let me know what you guys think down below um, if you believe on, on, on ball being the answer for the Bulls. Last topic that I have for you guys today, I want to talk a little bit about the tampering. Now, we did get a word from Woj that the NBA is in advance uh, parts of their investigation on tampering with the Heat and the Bulls. Um, this has gotten the fandom in a lot of different places. There are some people who are running with it saying, oh, the Bulls are going to lose picks and they're going to get a suspension. It's going to be a combination of those things if the Bulls are convicted. It's convicted the right word because it's not an actual law trial. But nonetheless, um, if the Bulls are found to have tampered. Um, I, I tend to think that if the investigation has gone this long, they probably aren't. You, you would think that with, with the NBA having the right to like pull phone records and everything else, it would have been fairly quick and easy to prove whether the Bulls tampered or not. Either they were in conversations with Lonzo Ball and his agent before they should have been, or they weren't. If you get those phone records, you would think that it's pretty easy to make a decision, a clear-cut decision on that. I also think that because it was a signing trade, because the other team had to be involved in it, I, I always thought that tampering may be hard to prove here. Um, I don't know what the burden of proof is. Is it that they have to be found to be more than likely to have tampered? 
than 100% not to have tampered. I don't know what goes into that. Um, what I will say is that at this point, as Bulls fans, I'm, I'm, I'm over worrying about the tampering. They're not going to rescind Lonzo's contract. That's the biggest thing there. If they do take a first-round pick, like I've been saying, A.K. Eversley, I trust wholeheartedly. If we do end up losing a first-round pick, I trust their ability to be able to, to figure out how to improve the team without that. That's just my opinion on it. So if, if it does happen, you know, fines, it's not coming out of our pocket. Suspensions, okay, you're going to, if you suspend front office, A.K. Eversley, at this point, I mean, I think they would, the people around them would know enough what to do or what their plans were. Um, the key thing is, I think the biggest thing that us as Bull fans should be worried about is that first round pick. But again, I, my personal belief is because of the front office that we have and the fact that they've earned my trust and I'm trying to let go of that Bulls front office PTSD that I just mentioned, um, I'm choosing to believe that, you know, it, yes, it's going to suck. I'm not saying that it's going to suck. I'm not saying it shouldn't be a big deal, but I trust our ability to rebound from it. Overall, that's what I'm saying is I trust the Bulls front office ability to rebound from whatever happens at this point. That's that's my opinion on the tampering issue. Let me know what you guys think down below. Are you really worried about tampering? Um, do you think the Bulls are going to be found to have half tampered? Let me all, let me know all that down below. But that's it. I wanted to just get a video all just having a conversation with you guys. Generate more conversation in the comments and everything versus just talk, speculate, interact as fans uh, together with each other. Uh, like every time that I like to end you guys. And I do a terrible job at plugging this. You can follow me at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us a voice, man. I will play it on this uh, show, on the video. I'll also play it on the podcast version. The number for that is 773-270-2799. Um, so you can leave a voicemail of that as well. I'm trying, I want to get more interaction on that line, so definitely call, text, whatever um, with that one. If you want to send an email, you can do so at bullcentralpod at gmail.com. I think that's it. I think I've plugged everything and done everything I came to do in this episode. So like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.